What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you already know, I am Brandon Janu. And like always, man, I'm on all podcast platforms everywhere. I don't know what the hell, why this shit is so glory. I don't know. I've been trying to figure this shit out. Uh, but it's so fucking glow. I don't know what's going on, but sorry about that. <laughs> um, but I am Brandon Janu. Uh, like always, podcast platforms, all audio platforms. Brandon Janu show. Sometimes it's together, sometimes it's separate. At the end, you might have to space it. At the end of the day, it's still Brandon Janu show. Just like all my social media accounts, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Brandon Janu show, even Facebook, Brandon Janu show. Um, and like always, YouTube, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu show, man. Uh, doing pretty well on YouTube, which is pretty crazy to say. You know, uh, when I started my YouTube channel, I had nobody. And now I got like 91 people subscribed to it. So I'm shocked and thank you. I appreciate this. And uh, tonight, I am doing Life and Times with Music. Well, this Life and Times of Music is way different than any other Life and Times of Music because I am finally, finally starting. Um, I don't say a new series, it's just still Life and Times of Music, but it's something new on Life and Times of Music. See, I used to do a top 10 list with my family, uh, which I wish I could bring that back soon uh, with all those amazing people. Um, but uh, this is a top 10 list. Uh, and this is for one particular artist, J. Cole. Uh, so I have been posting on social media. This is why you should probably follow me on Instagram or Facebook. But I've been posting on social media that I'm going to now start doing a top 10 list of my favorite artists' songs. Songs. So tonight is, like I said, J. Cole. So J. Cole is one of my favorite artists. He's my favorite rapper. Uh, he's damn sure my top five rappers of all time. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, he's one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny seeing people now kind of be like, yo, I really fuck with J. Cole. <laughs> it's kind of funny to see it. Like how people, how fast people are like, oh, I really fuck with J. Cole. It's like, damn, nigga, I've been on J. Cole music since like 2009, 2010. By the time you catch up. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, tonight is going to be that. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, uh, so. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to go uh, 10 to 1. So uh, I've already written down the songs. And uh, yeah, so I feel like I'm going to do a lot about a lot of honorable mentions tonight. <laughs> but um, honorable mentions to the songs that I, I, I didn't put on this list. Some of these are compounded of some of his mixtape songs when I started first listening to them. Uh, and some album cuts that if you are listening to J. Cole's albums, you probably realize why I said these are the songs that I really fuck with the most. You know, I could have easily went with the radio records, you know, that he has, the some that the few that he has as a radio records, but that also 
sorry. Um, I don't have a lot of features because they're not technically J. Cole records because J. Cole don't really do a lot of features, especially when he was young, early in his career. He didn't do a lot of features. So, uh, yeah, I don't have really a lot of features on here. Uh, and uh, if you are a J. Cole fan, yes, it was difficult to compound 10 fucking songs. It was very fucking hard. I'm still, to this day, still, I, before I even got on here, I was, like, looking at it. I'm like, God damn, there's some songs I'm missing. But they're going to get the honorable mention. And um, so honorable mention to Losing My Balance off of the, um, of the warm-up mixtape, uh, Growing Up Simba. I know. I ain't even put Growing Up Simba on here. That's crazy, right? Um... Uh, Dollar in the Dream 3 off of uh, his first album. Uh, Forbidden Fruit with him and Kendrick off of Born Center. Uh, also, Sparks Will Fly with him and Janae Aiko. That's one of my favorite songs by him. New York Times with him, Boz at 50. Another classic. Um, Lost Ones. Yeah, I didn't even put that on here. Um... So some people probably really listen to this list and be like, that shit is trash. Uh, but like I said, none of the none of the like radio records, so no workout on here, no no role models. I, I I love those songs, but they they got so played out, man. It's so much shit. I'm like, God damn. No power trip with him and Miguel. Uh, nope, I didn't even put that on here. So you know, I really had to sit down and listen to these fucking songs. And, <laughs> and some people and uh. So this is the last song that kind of I had on the list, and then I just took it off it. Um, Lights, Please. I just took Lights, Please off the list. And i tell you why. I love Lights, Please. Lights, Please is one of my favorite songs. The, like, really probably one of my favorite songs I gravitated towards when I first started listening to J. Cole. So, of course, I fought with Lights, Please. Um... And for a lot of fans of J. Cole, that's probably was the first song you've ever heard by J. Cole. Was Lights Please, the video, everything. Um I love the song, man. And I might actually still put it on here. But for right now, compared to what I personally this is my personal top ten list of J. Cole songs. So shout out to to all the great records that he has. So Neighbors are not on here, Lights Please is not on here. Who that is not on here. Workout is not on here. Um, nobody's perfect with him and Missy. It's not on here. Um, yeah. Uh, growing up fast with you know we take the David Ruffin record. Um, no visions from home. Uh, yeah. So it's really just like these types of songs. I feel like I gotta make a, a disclaimer before I go into this top ten list for all the J. Cole fans out there. Uh yeah, no wet no wet dreams. So yeah, I, I, I just those songs get to the point where it's just like, yeah, I love them, but it's just they get played out so fast. So like I said, I'm going ten to one. So yeah, let's let's get into it. So at number 10, I swapped this, even though I had it at, at, at the number that I had it, but I swapped it just a moment ago. 
Uh, so starting off the list at number ten for J Cole, man. For me, too, personally, uh, is I get up. That is my number ten record. Uh, for me personally, um, I get up is such a such a fire song. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's between this and Roll Call. If you know Roll Call, uh, I get up is on. I want to say the warm up, uh, mixtape. Uh, such a fire fucking song. If you ever heard it, uh, what he said on the beginning, uh, what he said on the beginning, um. I got hoes blowing up my line. Ain't no use to small talking when they know I'm trying to ball. Fuck them. My, my mind's... I talk to them later. My mind's elsewhere. My mind's healthcare. Get her out this hell here. Some niggas failed. Some niggas won't even prevail here. Man, I seen it all. Can't even spell scared. Yo, I'm a, I might be a fresh prince, but yo, my city ain't no bell air. <laughs> like, don't worry about my welfare. So, so farewell to them broke days and balls y'all to the most paid. I do some dope shake. I put some chains on my niggas like I own slaves. Like, he was just going. And, you know, when he was like, you know, uh, like trusting this government is like trusting the devil with rebel with quotes. I get up, see the sun shine and lights on off. Yeah, like, I, I get up, it's such a, you got to go listen to it. But it's, this was one of them songs that you realize, that, oh, shit, this dude different. Like, you know, he's saying shit that I fucking relate to. And like even when he says, you know, I'm supposed to fuck with the president when he ain't never been broke, when he ain't never rolled through the ghetto, when he ain't never rolled through the ghetto, he ain't never been close. <laughs> like, like that's some shit you hear. You're like, damn, yeah, I kind of, kind of see where you going with that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I get up is definitely number ten on my list, man. Uh, it's one of them songs that, especially when uh the presidential election was going on. Uh, I listen to the song a lot. So, you know, uh, 2020 election and 2016 election. So both elections, I was kind of like listening to the song a lot. So it easily crept up to the number uh, 10 spot for me personally as a J. Cole fan. You know, like I said, y'all got y'all list, but I got mine. And I, I got get up on my list. Uh, and number nine. That's where it gets a little bit uh, tricky. At number nine, <laughs> uh, Let Nas Down. Yeah. Yeah. See, Let Nas Down. A lot of people probably be like, that's your favorite J. Cole song? That's one of your favorite songs off of Born Center? Off the songs you said earlier? With Trouble and Runaway and Crooked Smile and Power Trip and uh, Miss America and Born Center and, you know, Forbidden Fruit with him and Kendrick and Sparks Fly, Sparks Will Fly with him and Janae Aiko and, and New York Times with him and 50 and Boss. Like, that's your favorite J. Cole song of the Born Center? Yeah. This was... A, a very anticipated song because I remember when the song was rumored, and I remember uh, a lot of people being like, "Oh, I want to listen to that. I gotta hear that." And again, it goes off of what I remember, particularly about when this album dropped. And I remember uh, 
planted some for my oldest sister, who just celebrated her birthday yesterday. Love you, Nui. But I remember playing uh, this song because I think she was like, I ain't really a big J. Cole fan. And then I played her this song, and this was the first time I played her. And she she heard it and was just like, oh, I like that. I like that, I like that song from J. Cole. And, you know, so it was kind of cool to connect something with my sister. But I remember letting Nas down when the rumor came out that he had a song like that. A lot of people was like, is he dissing? Is he going at Nas? What is, what is, what is that title? What does that title really mean? And you've heard people like rappers give appreciation to the people that you grew up listening to. But when you hear the hook, you know, when you hit a you hit a chorus, the hook, where, you know, Nas is rapping first and then he goes into the verse, the first verse, but then he goes into the hook, you know, you know, Pac was like Jesus. Nas wrote the Bible. Like 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 you know, hope your idols never become your rivals. Like it, it just tells you right there and there, like shit has changed. And even in the first verse where he's like, yo, when uh what he said, Jay heard Jay heard you uh Jay caught caught my phone and told me Nas heard your singer and he hate that shit. Said you the one, yo, why you make that shit? I can't believe I let Nas down. Like 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 you know, he talked about his man, his homie hitting him up and telling him that. Nas heard just single and he hated it. Like he talked about how, you know, he loved like workout became such a massive fucking hit. And he would think that like his idol, Nas, would actually understand that position that he's in to, to have to formulate a big fucking single. And then he gets a call from his homie that knows Nas and he's like, yo, Nas hated that fucking song. He like, you the one. You gonna be the guy. Why are you making records for fucking radio like that? Why why is that such a bigger thing for you? And he even says that, you know, like like, you know, labels are arcade from a lady with their outcomes. They don't know they they what they said, they don't know how they don't know rap. They you know, they don't go to the shows and study the fans. I go to the shows, I actually perform these songs. I study their hearts. Like when he talked about like dropping Friday night lights, how that blew and then he he not a nice comparisons was coming true. See, still no release from the date. No, still no release date from the labels. Are they insane? Goose told me to play the game, but changed the game on the way. I let Nas down. Like, he just is rapping about how the beginning of pretty much his success and now becoming a household name, it kind of rubbed his idol the wrong fucking way. You know, even him saying, you know, yo, like, Jay, like, like, when he goes into, like, even at the end of the verse, at the end of the song, his last verse, where he's like, if I could believe in a bigger picture, I always believed in a bigger picture. If I could listen, if I could get the I could get the fans outside my core to listen more, then I can open a door, introduce them to honesty, show them that they mean more. The difference between the pretenders and the Kendrick Lamars. So he's already bigging up Kendrick. Like, this is this is right after Kendrick dropped uh, Good Kid, Mad City. So he is bigging up Kendrick, like, yo, like, I see how you're going to be. You're going to be that guy. I might not be it, but you will. So him to already big up Kendrick, that's crazy. And, you know, and that's his, that's his comparison. I, you know, and I've always said, you know, I'm always, I'm a bigger Cole fan than I am a Kendrick fan. A lot of people love Kendrick, but I'm like, Cole gives me what Kendrick does, but better. That's just my opinion. Cole gives me what Kendrick's supposed to give y'all, but he gives it better. And I actually understand what J. Cole is actually coming from way more than the Kendrick. 
because I feel like Kendrick kind of like he kind of eludes it a little bit for me personally. But for J Cole to rap about I like I let Nas down. It shows his humbleness. It shows his ability to understand his self awareness to know that his idol, somebody he idolized, he even talks about like meeting him at you know OVO Fest. Pretty much what he when he says the first like he met him he meets him backstage at a shook his hand and let him know that he's the man. When he said he was a fan, it was a hard to understand. No time to soak up the moment though, because I was in a jam. Hope ready, hope keep asking what the radio the records the radio can keep playing. The record what the radio keep playing. I was striking out for months. Now I'm feeling feeling fear. Gita under pressure made the biggest hit of my career. But at first niggas had niggas had no idea. Nas, Jay called me with a, my homie called me with a sound, sounded sad, busted sick. Told me Nas heard the single and he hated that shit. Said, you the one, yo, why you make that shit? <laughs> like, my heart, my heart sunk to my stomach, couldn't, can't believe I let Nas down. And then to hear that, and then of course getting a remix of Nas actually responding to him and saying, yo, you never let me down, man. I was just speaking from what I used to be. Well, I was coming into the game, and I had to look at it from that perspective. So I was just trying to big you up. But, yeah, I might have came at you the wrong way on it, but, you know, I respect you still. And that was pretty interesting to hear Nas actually give him that, that, like, you didn't let Nas down. Like, it was kind of cool to hear Nas give him that respect back and say, yo, like, you didn't let me down, bro. So I respect that, man. That's one of that's one of the reasons why it's one of my favorite J. Cole songs is the fact that he was able to take – himself out of position and literally say, you know, I went to hell and resurrect. This is for the man that said that hip-hop was dead. I went to hell and resurrected. How could you fail to respect it? Like, to hit it, it didn't hit Nas, give him his respect. Back. It was like, all right, yeah, definitely. This is one of those songs. So, yeah. um, Number eight, again, I kind of moved some songs up, but number eight to me is by J. Cole my favorite J. Cole song at number eight to me personally is Crunch Time. Uh off of um uh Truly Yours, the first one. The first Truly Yours, Crunch Time. Um He had a lot of my favorite songs off of Crunch Time. Um Rise Above, uh Stay. Um uh, can I holla at you when he took the Lauren Hill? Oh my God, man, that's just classic, man. Um, but crunch time is such a different. Some of y'all might see it if you follow like some of the J Cole fans on YouTube. I mean, on YouTube, yeah, on YouTube, but also on TikTok and Instagram. You see these videos, and one of the clips is a verse from J Cole. Is actually at the end of the song, you know. Fuck what they talking. And ain't let life come often. Only drink only thing worse than death is a regret filled coughing. So die for you try. I always wonder what if. I thank the Lord for this wonderful gift. Looking for strength in this crunch time. But the beginning verse is is still a it's fire as fuck when he just starts off like I, I moved to work out my mama house, got me a little old crib. I always fantasize if I went to college instead. Would I be married happily married instead of instead of broken and wet? My nigga made a major move. I hope my, 
I told my sister as I kissed the cheek, I'm better off dead. Because fucking what this white is all been down here like a sled. Now listen, yeah, I know they said you make your own beds, but who t- but tell me who supplied these sheets with the cheap ass thread? And deny about the face he can't see past bread. And I do exactly what the man in the ski mask says, okay? Survival my only crime. I gotta be on my job. A lot of my homies gone. It's just and that shit is classic, man. Like go and when you hear see this episode, man, go listen to this song, man. It is one of them songs, man. Again, if you're a J. Cole fan, you listen to anything that man put out, and that is one of them songs where you hear it and immediately you connect with it. Like you connect to the authenticity of it. You you understand, like, oh wow. And this is pre this is right after this is right before Born Center. So he dropped two EPs, you know, Truly Yours, uh, and Truly Yours Part Two. And both EPs are just like legendary. Um there's always been a rumor he had a third. I don't know. I've always heard it was a third. Uh I don't know, but yeah, the first EP got a lot of my favorite songs. Even the second one. The second one got a lot of my favorite songs too. Headbuster, Cold Summer, um, uh, Three Wishes, um, Chris Tucker, uh, Kenny Lofton with him and Jeezy is one oh man, I forgot about that song. Hell yeah. Uh see what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> like Kenny Lofton, bro, is such a fire fucking song, man. If you never heard Kenny Lofton, I would ask you to go listen to it. It is the best fucking song too, man. But to me, Crunch Time, I related so much with Crunch Time. It's, it's, it's one of them. And, of course, again, a lot of these songs are where I was in my life at the time. And um, Crunch Time was one of them songs I listened to and I kept listening to it. And it was just like, yeah, man, this shit is different. Um, you know, my last year in high school. So it was like, yeah, this is this is different. Uh, but, yeah, it's number eight on my list. Um, number seven. O three Anis Yeah. <laughs> Number seven. O three Anacine. Um I talked about this when I did the twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drop album breakdown. And I talked about how much I love this song. And Anadelcine, O three Anadelcine, Anadelcine is probably the best uh introspective song I've heard from him. And that's saying a lot. Um when you talk about songs that he has like uh change on For Your Eyes Only or you know uh Trouble or off of of a Born Center or um no I wouldn't say that. I would say uh Chain Gang. Uh, no, Chain and Day. Uh, Chain and Day off of Bond Center. Or, you know, songs like that. This is one of those where, you know, he just, the, the fucking beat, the way it comes in, just, oh my God. Um, what he says on there, like, uh, he says, um, things change, rearranging, so do I. It ain't always for the better, dog. I can't lie. I get high because them lows can be so cold. I might I might bend a little bit, but I don't fold. 
One time for my mind and two fuck yours. I got food for your thoughts to soothe your soul. If you see my tears fall, just let me be moving on nothing to see. That shit that hit, it is like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I always did shit the hallway. My niggas oh, slinging in the hallway. Burnt CDs and trees like this was Broadway. Times Square. Kept the dimes there in the locker. Some Reggie Miller with more bronze hair than Japaka. <laughs> like, yeah, damn, nigga. Yo, that shit hit. You know, and then he goes into, like I said, when I did the 2014 Forest Hills Drive episode. Fucking personal, like the fact that the man at the end of the song could bring it to a story. It could bring it to a crescendo, where he's literally telling you, you know, he he goes home, peak game, such as mama's keychain, took a whip, the appeal to ill a reframe. I hit the boulevard, put up to my nigga front door. His mama at home, she still let him hit the blunt door. I told her hello, and sat with my nigga and laugh and talk about how we gonna smash all them bitches in class. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's just like the fact that this nigga just put all that shit into a song. And it's a picture. Like, you're like, you're really going back to him with, in time with what that particular set of life is. And it's just like, it just adds, and niggas say, and then I ask, like, I tell my nigga, like, put me on. He just laughed when he seen I was sure. 17 years breathing. His demeanor said more. He told me, nigga, you know how you sound right now? If you wasn't my man's, I would think that you a clown right now. Now, listen, you everything I want to be. That's why I fucks with you. So how you looking up to me when I look up to you? You about to go get a degree. I'm going to be stuck with two choices. Either graduate to wait or sell a number two. For what? A hundred bucks and two a week? Thank you. Thank you would know what to do if you was me. I got four brothers, one mother that don't love us. If they ain't want us, why the fuck they never will rub us? I felt ashamed to ever complain about my lack of gear and thought about how far we came. But Charlie Parks in the front yard to trees in the sky. Thank you, mama. Dry your eyes. There ain't no reason to cry. You made a genius and I ain't gonna take it for granted. I ain't gonna set up for lesser. I ain't gonna take what they handed. No, I'm gonna show you Show you that, show me what you taught me and show you that I can fly and show old girl what she missing. The illest nigga alive. Now, who am I? <laughs> and it's just like, God damn, nigga, why would you do that? <laughs> God damn. To hear that, though, like, and, like, oh my God, like, bruh, like, that is one of them songs off of 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I love 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Man, I could have put so many songs off of that album on here, but it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be fair because it's way more songs that I loved a little bit more than that. And, man, it might be number seven on this list, but man, oh man, oh man. Ah, shit. Um. Yeah. Damn. If I could, I'd probably bump it up a little bit higher because I just rapped that shit and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, ooh, Lord. But I'm going to keep it at number seven. I'm going to keep it at number seven. <laughs> and when y'all see this, y'all can comment on it and see what y'all, you know, y'all can change it if y'all, y'all feel some type of way about that. But, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's number seven on here, man. Um, number six is um, I'm going off. Uh, J. Cole Project. Now, I said I don't do features, but this isn't technically a feature, even though it's on somebody else's shit. 
they did actually drop the song as a collective unit. Excuse me. Uh, but number six is Jermaine's Interlude off of DJ Khaled's uh, album. I want to say... No, it's not. Is it Major Key? I don't think it's Major Key. I, but it's off of uh, the album where he had uh, I Got the Keys with Future, For Free with Drake. I forgot the name of that album. Y'all might know what I'm talking about. It might be I Got the Key. Yeah, it might get, It might be Major Key. It might be. I don't fucking know. It's one of them albums. I fucking forgot. But um, it was like Pete DJ Khaled success. Like, like, like right at like 2016 DJ Khaled where everywhere he went, it was just like, okay, nigga, really? Um, but he had everybody on his fucking album. I mean, Jay-Z, Future. It was the, I think the first time him and Jay-Z, no, second time him and Jay-Z did it. He had Jay-Z, Future, he had Drake, he had Big Sean and Kendrick, he had Holy Key. That's what the fucking album called, I think. Holy Key. Um, but yeah, he had Drake, he had Future, he had Big Sean and Kendrick do a song together with Betty Wright. Like, he had Bryson Tiller, he had, yeah, he had some hits. And this is the album we had also, the, uh, he remade Lovers and Friends with August, Chris Brown. Future, Jeremiah, Rick Ross, Nikki. So that's that album. Yeah. So right in the cusp of that album, like maybe track four, five, is this song. And I remember listening to this album. I remember it leaked. I remember it leaked first. And I remember listening to this song. Because I was listening to this. I was trying to get, it was some song I was trying to listen to. And I tapped on this one. I was like, what is Jermaine's interlude? I was like, I know that's J. Cole, but I'm like, Jermaine's interlude? Okay, let me hear this. And I heard the verse, I heard the song, and I was like, yo, I got this as a ringtone. That's how much I loved this, this fucking song. It's it, the song is technically called uh, "Can't Call It," and it's him and Earth Gang. I think GID's on there. It's a Dreamville song, but the verse he gave the verse to Khaled before the song physically came out with everybody. And I heard this song, man, and I'm like, "What well, one song? It was the best song of the project." Now again, maybe I'm biased. But this is for this is when Drake had for free with Khaled. This is like, you know, do you mind what you know August and Chris and Nikki and them? I got the keys with Jay and Future, Holy Key with Kendrick and Big Sean. This is my first song of the project. Uh, Taurus with Travis Scott and Lil Wayne. Like he had some hits off this bitch and. This is my favorite song. <laughs> now, I will be remiss to say, I don't know what it is, but when him and Khaled do do songs, when he gets a when Khaled can get a J. Cole verse, they kill it. Hell Kitchen of a, a Suffering from Success to also um, They Ready off of uh, Kiss the Ring, which is 
him, is Cole, Kendrick, and Big and Big Crit. They don't miss when they do songs together. Like they don't miss. And this was a perfect example. But this was the song that I just I fucking loved. It, and to hear J. Cole, you know, I can't call it. Can't call it. I never came from deep pockets. Say what? Why can't I make a deep posit? Uh, and then J. Cole just comes on there. And now you started, and I, you know what's crazy? is now it's like getting on TikTok and shit. And people don't like playing this verse a little bit more and more, and you're seeing it. Like I said, if you, are J, if you follow like the J. Cole pages, this is one of them songs. When he literally starts the verse and says, you know, tables do turn, labels do burn. The action, the, the, the moment they tell you, they actually you to sell your soul, don't you do it, don't you fold, say fuck that shit and be bold. All them stories you told on records were more than gold and never, never go gold again. At least you would know that the end of the road was shows by you and our companies who was trying, that how here to try to control your mo. But how the truth out my no, don't mind me, I'm just high again. Smoking weed and get by again. No, actually, I'm lying because smoking has got me smiling and then rhyming like I rhyme way back when I would play the violin. It was just like the fact that he was going in, and then he, and this is like also where he, I think he really said, you know, you know, did all that I could do now while I play with thoughts of retirement. Like, it just tells you what he was at in that time frame, and this is before. Now this is after twenty fourteen for our sales job, and we ain't heard a J Cole version a record in a minute actually around this time. So this is like it is twenty sixteen. So, yeah, man, so, so for him to do that, it was like, damn, man, like, ah, shit, this is different. And, um, it's one of my favorite songs. Like I said, I got this as a ringtone. That's how much I fuck with this song. So, yeah. Uh, now we get to the top five. Ah, oh, shit. At number five, off of Friday Night Lights, Premeditated Murder. I want to preface this by saying this is my sister's favorite song. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy. This is one of my sister's favorite songs. And one of mine, too. This, that mixtape into its own totality. I can't wait when it does hit uh digital streaming services because it's one of those projects that changed mixtapes in two thousands. Two that like the early two thousand nine, two thousand ten, like late at the end of two thousand nine, early two thousand tens, this was like, oh shit. I'll say this is so far gone, just changed like your mindset on what mixtapes for a lot of these up and coming artists was gonna be. And premeditated murder off of this project, you know, you know what he says, you know, am I changing right before your eyes, becoming someone you don't recognize, as if I was the skies, I'm on that shit, as if I touch your lies, I, if I'm touching skies, what he said, I'm flying high, no puffy lie, man, these songs that I made in my bedroom and shit, gonna finally get a nigga leg room in the whip, from a civic to a, to, from a civic to a, what he said, from a civic to a, shit, right, Range, I think he said, from a civic to a range. Yeah. Premeditated murder is one of them songs. Even at the end, when he's just like, when he's singing a hook out, 
you know, it's on, it's one of them songs, man. Friday Night Lights is, as a project, like I said, Friday Night Lights as a project by J. Cole just changed the mixtape game. I think that a lot of people, uh, I might actually do a top 10 list of like top 10 mixtapes of like the 2010s. And um, I don't know if it'd be number one, but it'd probably be damn sure in the 2000s, you know, for the last 20 years, mixtapes. I feel like right now, man, this is that song though. And I could have went with any other song off that project, off that mixtape, man. I could have went with a lot of songs. I love that project to death. Two Faces, um, Home for the Holidays, um, Autograph. Yeah, uh, Autograph. Uh, um, in the morning, even though in the morning with him and Drake was actually on uh, his first album, it really was on Friday Night Lights uh, first. Um, but yeah, premeditated murder is such a, you know, it's such a classic, man. It's a classic song. Um, coming in at number four, how incredible this is at number four is for your eyes only off of the album for your eyes only. It's a long song, but it's so worth it. This might be the best. I would say if you if if you ask me a song that connects you to your 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 favorite artist, right? Or what type of music did your favorite artist make that you love so much? I will play this song for somebody and say, this is why I love J. Cole as the artist that he is. From the beginning to the end, you know this song if you are a J. Cole fan. If you know this song and you are a J. Cole fan, this song matters to you. This is probably one of the best storytelling songs I've heard in years. It's one of them songs, man. Um, like I said, it's like eight minutes long. It's the last song off the project. But it's so fucking worth it. You know, it's so fucking worth it. The fact that he's explaining for three verses how his his friend, he's talking to his friend's daughter pretty much, telling her how fucked up his life was, pretty much, and then you kind of get the, 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 the reasoning for the album For Your Eyes Only, and how in this one song, he encapsulate the entire project, and why it meant so much for him to do this project, and the song like I said, it, it's four verses, but it's worth it, man. It's fucking worth it. I, I, when he literally goes at the end, he says, your daddy called me, told me he had a funny feeling. What, what he been dealing with lately, he wasn't telling. I tried to prick his brain, so he wasn't revealing. So he wasn't revealing. But I could, I could hear the panic in his voice, and it was chilling. He said, Jermaine, I know you since we were children. I never asked for nothing. 
when times came, I never asked, I, I never helped, I never asked you to help me deal with my repercussions. I dealt with the repercussions of my actions. I know you try to steer me away from that shit, but that shit was in my blood. You know my life. I know your mama, nigga. Send my love. And even if we never get the chance to speak again, I won't, I won't forget the weekend spent swimming at your crib. That's the way I wish my family lived. But my granny jacks, my, my granny's crib was in a jacks. I had to interject, like, nigga, what you talking about? Fuck is you getting that? Like, the fucking, the, the fact that he's explaining having a call with his friend and him trying to explain to him, like, yo, I'm not going to be here to explain my life and explain, like, this, this path I took in my life to my daughter. And even at the end when, you know, J. Cole was breaking it down to why, you know, her, her daddy was a real one for to him, you know, you you know, he's like, what? Your daddy was a real nigga, not because he, not because he hard, not because he was, not because he was the first nigga to get some pussy twelve years old, not because he was a nigga, not because he was on riding on cars on some folks, on some spokes. Like your daddy was a real nigga because he loved you. Like he was explaining to her, breaking it down to like all of the, the decisions he made to be in a position he was in. But he explains at the end, like, yo, your daddy was a real one because he actually loved you. He loved you. And that, to me, was like, wow, that's classic shit. That, that, the build-up at the end, just to get to the point where this album was meant for you. This is, you know, and he even says, you know, like, this album would have been tucked away in the, in the hard drive, like Valuable Jewels, but instead, you're listening to it. I had to release it because your dad is in this position. So it just tells you right there and there how much of an artist J. Cole really is. So that's one of my favorite songs and it's 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 up there, man. Uh number three. Tears for ODB. Now, it's not like for your eyes only, and it's not like uh Jermaine's in a loop, and it's not like letting eyes down, it's not like crunch time. But it's my favorite song from J. Cole from a perspective of, you know, how success looks to him. You know, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't really generally understand. Like, success to, to, I don't know the man, but I assume success to him is like, I just wanted to be in a position where I was financially well off. And now I'm in a position where people know who the fuck I am, <laughs> but to hear tears for ODB when he starts off, you know, tears for ODB, drug induced poetry, what's the use, struggle from that drug abuse, so is me, 80s baby, so I know my pops was getting high, in the 90s, me and mama belly getting by, 2000s, I was concentrating on more, getting fly, getting bitches, getting rich to get the shit I couldn't buy, you know the story, you know my allegory, I was set for heaven with a set of horns, they better warn y'all, I'm here to just to kick some ready metaphors, dog, it's more uh the type of shit you spit and set a wall off, Nick, cause niggas be poke, get money and still don't know why the fuck they can't cop a house, the system in and lock us out, uh, but I'm knocking down the door, I'm strapped up with a faux faux, Robin Hood shit, and yeah, I'm hood rich. It's good enough to stay in new kicks and a good whip, get good head from a good bitch. I'm a two shit, so I can tell you straight up. Like, just the fact that he just put all that shit to one, like, you know, verse. It's like, damn, nigga. Like, yeah, man. Um, even in the hook where he's like, you know, when he says, uh, you know, uh, 
Mas é. Uh... E you know, uh, life is what you make it. Uh, life is what you make it. He was like, life is what you make it. I'd rather die before I fake it. <laughs> like, he's like, I'd rather die before I fake it. They try to say, you know, what he said, like, they're telling me to stay, but I'm just trying to make it, stay straight up. Like, straight up. They're saying, what the, f damn, I forgot what the fuck that hook was. I'm getting frustrated now because of that. Like, because I, I fucking rap this song, like, every other day. They say, life is what you make it. They say life is what you make it, but I'm just trying to make it straight up. Like he's like, they tell me life is what you make it, but I'm just trying to make it. So straight up, like, give a fuck if I take it. They say life is what you make it. Give a fuck if I take it. Some shit like that. I forgot the fucking hook, but it's not like the songs that I've loved by J Cole, and it's not, and it's it's more of a of a referendum of where he is right at, at that time in his career. And I get how people could be like, well, this isn't like this songs and he's not, but I don't care about that. I think Tears for ODB is such a, a pretty dope fucking song. It's kind of hard not to fuck with it to me personally. And this is also off of Truly Yours, uh, the, uh, the EP. So just like um, Crunch Time, you know, this was one of those songs, so yeah. Um, so go listen to that EP. Um, and number two, uh, and number two, love yours. I've said this numerous times off of 2014 Forest Hills Drop. I've said this numerous times. Love yours is one of those songs, man. I cannot dispute that this is probably one of my favorite songs. Not just by J. Cole, but just by, by any artist. I think it's it's one of them songs that you just remember where you were when you heard it. Some people can say this is an album cut. Some people say, if you, but if you go to J. Cole concert, he performs the song every time. He, he, every time I've seen him, he's performed this song. So, and he even says this is his favorite song. And then when I when I heard 2014 Forest Hills Drive, this was the song I gravitated towards. More than role my, no role models, way more than wet dreams, all that shit. Outside of maybe O three and and Anadil's scene, Anadil's scene, Love Yours is definitely that song I gravitated towards. Um, it technically ends the project because the, at the end of the album is just notes itself, which is not even a thing, but you know it's just instrumental, and you're just thanking people. But Julian, Love Yours is one of them songs, man. And I think that. If if you ask me, man, as a J. Cole fan, what song would you say is the best J. Cole song off of an album that he's ever done? Love Yours would be my, my song. It would be the song. I say Love Yours is the best song he's ever put on an album that I've ever heard. Because the best song he's ever put out to me, to me, ever. Isn't on an album. It's on a mixtape. Riding out number one, my favorite song by J. Cole of all time. It's too deep for the intro. Friday Night Lights. 
off of Friday Night Lights, I should say. This was the song when J. Cole became my favorite artist. This was the song when J. Cole became my favorite rapper. This was the song that made me realize, damn, I really do fuck with this dude. So much so, I got to go back and listen to Don't You Know by Erica Badu. So much so, just to be like, damn, I see why he took this fucking song. It's my sophomore year in high school. This song, this mixtape comes out Friday Night Lights. And I immediately gravitate towards it. I would say it's the second track of Friday Night Lights. And it just, my, I remember my brother playing me this song. It's another thing. My brother played me this song. He's like, man, listen to this shit. And I heard it. And immediately I was like, yo, who is this? Because the way he was talking on it wasn't like, like, like a cocky motherfucker. Like, he wasn't, like, at that time, you had to realize a lot of niggas was talking that shit. Like, I'm the best to ever do it right now, nigga. Like, I'm just starting. I know I am. But I'm the best to ever do it. Where he kind of had a subtleness to it. It was a humbleness to it. You know, you know, when he literally says, you know, going to school, looking at the white boys. No, my mama wasn't buying that shit. I ain't crying a bit, man. That's just like, that's how that shit work. You reach your hand to fire, or you'll pull it back when you get burnt. God learn when you get hurt, even if it's with Cupid. He beat you in, you went back. He's officially stupid. Oh, yeah. I understand. That's your man. You had a plan. You've been together for some years. You stick it with him for them kids. But we both know that's a bad look, because 20 years from now, your daughter probably get her ass whipped. Look, it's too deep for the intro. I'll find another use. But just in case it's perfect, let me introduce. It's cold. Like, when he said, I like, yo, that shit hit different. I like, yo, that shit hit different. When he, and it's probably, as a J. Cole fan, you know, particularly one part of this song. At the end of this song, at the end of his verse, on the, the second verse, when he literally says, you know, when he said what? Throwing hands by the bathroom. See, some niggas didn't know that I was rapping. See, some niggas was haters that I just viewed as clowns. At 14, I knew I was the nicest dude around. I got to make a move. I got to do this now. If they don't know your dreams, then they can't shoot them down. I was done. He sold me. I was like, done. I'm in. Fuck it. You got it. Because <laughs> that's a quote. That you hear and you just immediately be like, yeah, yeah. If they don't know your dreams, then they will shoot it down. You know how many times people, I wanted to do something and somebody be in my life and be like, nah, I don't think that fits you. Nah, that ain't good for you. Nah, I don't see that. So when you hear that shit from somebody that is going through a position where they're trying to become something and be remembered, 
you hear that from somebody, you relate to it even faster. You relate to that person even quicker. And that's kind of what happened was I just related to the song and I related to him, you know, and which made me prompt me to be like, man, who is this dude? And if it wasn't for this particular song, the rest of this list wouldn't have mattered because that song set off me being a fan of his. And yes, it, it, will, it is going to be number one because this is personal. This is a personal list of mine. You know, to a lot of people, For Your Eyes Only might be the greatest J. Cole song because a lot of people love it. So, to a lot of people, they'll be like, how the hell you ain't got no songs from, you know, off-season? To me, off-season still got to grow a little bit more on me. So a lot of people, Forbidden Fruit should be on this out list. But that's because you just fuck with Kendrick so much. Is it really a great song? You know what I'm saying? To a lot of people, they want they, no role models. They want... But to me, if it wasn't for 2D for the intro, none of this list would matter. Because 2D for the, 2D for the intro became that song that made me be like, yo, I I think I found I think I found my favorite rapper of this decade. And for the last however long my life has for however long the 2010s have spent records. J. Cole and Drake have been the two people that I've always debated, who is my favorite rapper? And I realized Drake is my favorite rap artist. He's my favorite artist, but Cole is my favorite rapper. What Cole does musically, rap-wise, I don't Drake do. I don't think Drake could do. But it's certain things J. Cole does, that Drake does that J. Cole can't do. And that is why they're separate to me. That's why Drake is my favorite artist, but J. Cole is my favorite rapper. And yes, I can have two. <laughs> like people probably hear that and be like, "What the fuck?" Drake's a rapper. I get that he's a rapper, but he does so many things that is just different. But Two D for the intro is just that song for me, man. It to me, I'm be honest. If I pass the day tomorrow, man, I would want people to play that song first at my funeral. I want them to play that song as they bring me in. And then you can play Love Yours as you're bringing me out. That, that is literally the way I would do it. Like, because those are like those two songs, man. And, uh, yeah, so let me recap this list, man. Um, number one, 2D for the intro by J. Cole. This, has been a, this is a J. Cole list. And let me say it like that. This is a J. Cole top ten songs list. And number one, 2D for the intro off of Friday Night Lights, uh, the mixtape. Number two, Love Yours, uh, off of 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Number three, Tears for ODB, off of Truly Yours. Number four, For Your Eyes Only, off of For Your Eyes Only. Number five, uh, Premeditated Murder, off of Friday Night Lights as well. Number six, uh, Jermaine's Interlude, off of uh, Major Key, a Holy Key. I don't know what the fuck that damn album is called by DJ Khaled. It's one of them fucking albums where he was in the forest. With the fucking cover. I don't know what the fuck. I think it's Holy Key. I think it might be Holy Key, but Holy Key. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I know people going to be like, you don't know what album is on? It's Jermaine's in a loop. That's all the fuck I gave a fuck about. Um, that's number six. Number seven. 03 Annadale scene of a 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Uh, number eight. Um, Crunch Time. 
offer truly truly yours. Number nine, let Nas down off of Barnes Center. And number 10, uh, I get up off of the warm-up. So that is the list. And I said his name earlier, and I'm going to explain why I said Drake. Because that is the next person I will be doing my top 10 songs on. So Drake is the next artist that I will be doing it. I don't know when I'm going to sit down and do that one. That list is going to be a little harder to do. I'm going to be honest with you. Because Drake got a lot of fucking hits. So I got to go into his deep, deep cuts of his songs. I actually was listening to a song today and I was like, oh, nah, this is going to definitely be on the list. So I got to get really into his deep cuts and really listen to it. Um, you know, sort through all the hits and really listen to the songs that I genuinely, like, I remember where I was when I heard this. So, yeah. But um, that is the list, man. I hope you guys enjoy this when it comes out. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you want me... Send in the comments people that you think I should be doing less on. Uh, this was fun. I enjoyed this shit a lot. I really, really enjoyed this shit a lot. Um, also, J. Cole will be in another debate that I will be doing. J. Cole versus... Uh, no, I'm not doing a J. Cole debate. Because I think J. Cole will win regardless. I would probably pick J. Cole regardless. So I'm not doing a debate with J. Cole. Um, but yeah. Uh... He's going to be the first artist I'm going to do uh, two albums on. So I did 2014 for Hills Drive on him. I'm going to do Friday Night Lights. So he's going to be the first artist I do a mixtape on, on the album breakdown. So get ready for that. Um, Drake is the next artist for when I do the top 10 list, uh, top 10 songs list. Um, the next debate. Let me see what I'm going to do the next debate on. Uh, next debate will be, ooh -wee. um, what I said, ooh, let me see, yeah, so the next debate is gonna be Jeezy, Thug Motivation 101 versus The Recession, so that is the next debate, uh, the next album breakdown will be Kendrick Lamar, Damn, and the next artist on the list, uh, the next artist on the list uh, that I will be technically breaking down next is, um, who I said I wanted to break, the next artist I want to break down, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is the next artist that I'm going to talk about. So, that's Life and Times of Music, man. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. And, um, yeah, till then, I'm Brandon Janu. Peace.